Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Celtic Stair of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, and I am joined this afternoon by Kevin McCluskey, Lawrence Conley, Laura Bradburn. It's 1 0. It's Jota on the wing. And um, let's talk about the goal before we do anything else. And I'll tell you something, right? You go on about flair players. Their flair players are, are prancing about that, that park today, thinking they're hard men. Our flair players make it happen, and that's the difference, right? I'm going to come to you first, Laura. That was an outstanding goal. I'll tell you something. First of all, Matt O'Reilly's doing really well. He's impeded the play on. Maeda, sharp as attack, switched wings, great ball, Jota scores. What a record he's got against Rangers. Do you know, there's there's multiple parts of that goal are satisfying. The fact that they just switched wings a few minutes before um, means that Obviously, Ange has made the right call again and deserves credit for that. There's the fact that uh, we continued playing to the whistle despite another decision going against us from a referee who seems incapable of awarding uh, all the free kicks that he should be doing and certainly not dishing out the cards that he should. I think so far there's only one yellow card in the first half that's gone to Borna Barisic when, to be honest, there could have been multiple dished out to multiple players and in some cases multiple to the same player. Um, but the thing that I really loved about that goal, obviously Jota's on his toes to come in for the header and beat Tavernier um, in front of goal, but it's Maeda that really makes that goal. Um, O'Reilly gets filled and is quite rightly remonstrating with the ref to try and get the, the free kick. And I don't know who the Rangers player is, number 43, I think it was, who actually filled him. is standing, pointing at everybody else, saying, where are you, what are you doing? 
none of them are moving and that's when Maida steals in and uh, to, to quote my dad he says I love a classy Celtic goal but I love a, a Rangers goal that makes them look silly so yeah that was that was absolutely class just a perfect way to end the first half it certainly was and um, you know in that first half Maida on the left hand side he, he's done so so well to get a ball in a wee bit earlier and it's rolled under Jota's boot Kevin, so there's a there's a few things here, a few elements. Maida's done it on the left, he's done it on the right, but also Jota, even with that disappointment, he's not allowed that to affect his composure second time round, has he? He's definitely not. No. Uh, I think Maeda's been probably our best player in that first half. I think he's been fantastic. He's closed them down. Um, Tavernier, Goldson haven't had a chance to compose themselves in the ball. He's been right on top of them. He's been the danger man. He's the one that's been whipping in those danger balls. And that one for Jota just before, like you say, what a cross that one was with the left foot, just whips it in, perfect delivery. The one man you want in the end of it is Jota. And he just, he, I don't know, he takes his eye off the ball, lets it go through. He's got the Crocs um, on, mate. He's got the Crocs on. Well, that's probably what it was. So that's why he's switched wings, actually. He's gone to the other side to change his boots. Exactly. And he's got his shooting. He's got, he's got the Preds. He's, he's got the retro Preds. Yes. <laughs> But uh, again, I mean, what would you say about that second goal? I said the second goal, the first goal that uh, Laura hasn't already picked up on. It's just, it's just a brilliant goal. It just epitomises that team, everything about it. Because I think it begins with McGregor taking a quick free kick. Mm. Uh, O'Reilly's got the ball, good bit of skill. He's brought it down. That's a free kick. But the ref's not given it either. Like, you know, there's not even a hand motion of advantage to play on. He's just not given anything for that. And Maeda's got the quickness. I thought there's a loose ball. I'm on it. I know someone will be at the back post and it's Jota. And he's done that before as well. He's stolen in at the far post. In other games, he doesn't let a miss affect him. He's straight back on it. And what a goal. And it's just brilliant. It's like it's like the 3 nothing game when Abada steals in and Barisic sits himself down in his backside. Only this time it's Tavernier that's doing it because he's just made an absolute fool of him. He's stealing in. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely do. And and you know the thing as well, uh, Lawrence, there's a, a point coming up here. Michael uh, Warner saying, loving the crowd noise, but is anyone else unable to hear the commentary? I wish I was, Michael, because the commentary um, isn't the game I've been watching. See, when we scored that goal, Lawrence, there was all this talk about the fact that they were in control of this game. I'm sorry I never saw that in the slightest. I did not see that. Celtic, you know... You can give me possession stats all you want. I didn't think we were um, under the cosh at any point during that first half. Well, well now Michael Beale's lost the Michael Beale league. I think he's went to shots and target league or something. So <laughs> three shots and target and then none. <laughs> you know, up to that point, and that made it 40 to, to none in target. So, yeah, you know, first 20 minutes, it was a bit scrappy. After that, I thought we'd taken control. Jota... You know, it wasn't lethal in the deck as we come to expect, but it's definitely deadly in there. You know, and yeah, again, a goal from Captain Penalty's side of the park. You know, those fans out there must be wondering what's going on. But he scored a hundred goals for Rangers. But he scored a hundred goals for Rangers, Lance. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. But you know, even the Rangers players stopped. They knew it was a foul. You know, and I think it was Raskin that fouled. It was Raskin, Laura. Stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was a player standing shouting that the defender's going to clear that. And they're going, what do you mean? You've just fouled him. It was all the ref that didn't think it was a foul. And how he's not sent Barisic off at the end for diving. Unbelievable. You know? that, that's the worrying thing for me, Lawrence, going into the second half, is the only man in the stadium that doesn't recognise that's a foul on O'Reilly is the ref, the only one that can give it. Yeah. And then you say, right, 
right right in the very end, Barisic, and that's a second yellow. It's it's that much of a second yellow that even Ali McCoy said to admit it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the thing is, and, and, I want I want to talk about the refereeing, Kevin, because I, I think you were reminded at the end of the half. It would have maybe not been discussed as much had that not happened. But see, throughout the entire game, I think the refereeing has been appalling. Now you know we were on the on the pre-match, so I didn't know that that Colum had pulled up with an injury and that we were going to be um, refereed by someone completely different. So uh, that was a wee bit of a surprise in the first half. Obviously, John. Beaton had to quickly finish his pint and allowed him to come along to be the fourth <laughs> official as well. So I'm not using this as an excuse for the ref, right? Because he needs to do his job right. But from minute one, you know, Kyogo gets absolutely chopped. And by the way, there's been three occasions where Kyogo has been chopped in that first half and not one of them has resulted in a yellow card. The one with Davis, going back to the commentary, Davis, I don't know if it was an elbow or forearm, he gets him in the neck. He's not pretending. And the commentary team are going, oh, he's such a wee guy, Kyogo, you know, this kind of thing happens. No, the boy has got a flailing arm and it hits Kyogo. Um, so I think the referee has He's looked over been... his shoulder. He's looked yeah. over his shoulder and he knows Kyogo's coming. So he knows what he's doing when he gets his arm in. Do you know the you know really satisfying thing that I love? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. When somebody goes out to hurt another player and ends up hurting themselves. Is Correct. You know, already. Yes. I, I, I find that... I find the... Uh, Good Lady Karma uh, in good service there. And um, despite the uh, obvious reaction of the player concerned, I think uh, you, you, you reap what you sow in these situations. You do. I made the point during the first half, Laura, um, about the Rangers flair players uh, thinking they're hard men in this first half, right? Now, we all love a bit of dig. We love the combative style of someone like Johnson. We love it when it starts getting a bit scrappy, like Lauren says, when one of your players steps up to that. We do. That's that's football. I don't know if it's football beyond Scotland, but it's football as I know it. Alistair However, Johnson is my favourite Celtic player at the moment, and he is not afraid of a scrap. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But their guys, their guys that are meant to be making things happen, can't well, Raskan, and Tillman, all I've seen from them is uh, poor tackles, over-the-top tackles, and one of them, as you say, ended up injures himself and cries a few tears on his way off the park. So our flair players are doing what they're there to do, and I think there's a composure that's been lacked. Listen, you do you do something like that, you get a wee, a wee shout from the crowd, and they think that's enough. It's not enough. I think the controlled performance of Celtic's team under Ange Postacoglu in that first half has been perfect. I think Jota, I don't want to see him flying into tackles. If he did what Tillman did there, I'd, I would be disappointed. I wouldn't expect that from him in the slightest. A couple of players I want to talk about. Um, obviously, we're elated that we've just scored a goal um, a few minutes before half-time there in the 42nd minute. But I don't want to go through this half-time um, show and not 
discuss two people I think who have been brilliant in that first half for Celtic and Joe Hart and Carol Starfield. Now we spoke about Joe Hart in the first uh, the first show, Laura. I mm-hmm. mean, even just near the end of that first half, twice where maybe they were trying to turn the screw a wee bit before half time, and he has come right up, even clattering his own defender to make sure that uh, he clears the ball. He's been brilliant in the first half. Yeah, I mean, I I said what I said because I think those are legitimate criticisms of both Hart and, and, and Starfelt, but I'm not um, too proud to admit that. And and we always say it on this show, any criticism that we have of any Celtic player, we're only too happy when they go on to prove us wrong. And they've done that today. They have been assured. They have been calm. They, there was that one bit of miscommunication between Starfelt and, and, um, and Carter Vickers that let Morelos in, but then... I remembered it's Morelos, so whatever. Um, and um, that was the only time I saw any kind of issue there. So, um, But no, they've been absolutely fantastic. Just to go back to Cantwell, though, um, he's he's got all the attitude without the ability. Do you know what I mean? He's putting himself about. He's like... He's like... And I don't. I, I know people in the chat love Aidan McGeady, right? And I, I went on to love Aidan McGeady as he matured as a player that he's got all the worst bits of Aidan McGeady as a young player. Like, he's got all the jinky wee talents, and then he goes to hit a pass, and he absolutely balloons it somewhere. And he's got all the attitude and all the talk back and all that with no output. And I, I'm aware that I'm probably naive to be saying this at half time in a football match. He could come out in the second half and score a hat-trick, and I'll end up looking very silly. But he, in my opinion, is um, just epitomises the Rangers team as a whole, like all attitude with no ability to match and I think that's that's where they're falling down I bet you in that first half it's entered his mind that something has happened in the first half that he's going to upload onto his social media tonight that's the type of player he is um, we're talking about Joe Hart, Kevin and uh, we were singing his praises before the game and what he's brought to the dressing room and you know we were talking even in, in, in the last uh, game when McGregor and Barisic had a wee bit of uh, handbags, it was Joe Hart who was restraining our captain even though uh, Callum went away laughing and giggling at the, the situation but he's been massive in that first half for me yeah, he has. These are the games that he thrives in because he's a big game player. He's always been a big game player throughout his career. And he comes into this game, he's got the right focus, the mentality, the mindset's all spot on. Um, as you said, in the last couple of minutes of the half, when they've thrown in a couple of crosses, he's going through everyone to make sure he's getting a touch on them. Rangers players, his own players, he'll clatter anyone just to get a touch on the ball and keep it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been... He's been very solid in that first half. He hasn't had much to do, but what he has done, he's done it well. And he's done it with that level kind of confidence and assurance that it just, that then kind of resonates out through through the rest of the team. And everybody yeah. gains a lift and a confidence through him because, again, you know you've got the solid player behind you and it just it drives everyone on to that next wee level. Yeah, it definitely does. And and you know the what, what Kevin just said there, Lawrence, about it um, giving the confidence to the defence. I think our defence has been outstanding. Laura pointed out probably the only tiny blot in the copybook in that first half. But other than that, Starfelt has won everything in the air. Um, actually, this follows a performance against Rangers in the 3-2 game where he overshadowed uh, Carter Vickers, unusually, um, as for me being a top, top defender. But I think also Johnson and Taylor have been outstanding in that first half. We spoke about their importance in the pre-match show, and I think both of them have been excellent in the first half, Taylor especially. Yeah, Taylor's been great, but let's be honest, we all liked uh, 
Johnson's checking Cantwell. We know like Cantwell likes a row about the deck, though, doesn't he? <laughs> you know, but it was good to see because we're taking some pretty heavy treatment at that point. Yes. You know, we needed a player that's going to put a marker down. So, like, mm-hmm. No, you know, he's maybe like a shout. Let's see if you can take it. And, you know, you know it's Todd Cantwell was going to roll about. Taylor's been excellent again. Yeah, outstanding from, from Greg. It's It's been a really comfortable first half. Well, they haven't had a shot on target, so... It's been comfortable, Lawrence, but I'm going to ask uh, in terms of obviously the, the the shift, not only in momentum, but in the fact that they're going to have to open up to try and create chances. And uh, in the second half, for me, what I'd be doing um, is giving as much of the traffic down the right-hand side as possible, be that Jota or Maeda, and get them to run at Barisic. He's on a booking. Um, he's he's dived near the, the end of the first half, should have got a second jello. He um, fist-pumped the Rangers crowd because someone kicked the ball off his backside and it went out for a throw-in. Did you see that? It was embarrassing. At least when I used to do it, it was because he had just won a really important tackle. Um, so my kind of game plan in saying half, what I would expect is for us to go right down the right as much as possible, throw everything down the right, but get Hatati into the game as well, Kevin. Because, I mean, yeah... He played a ball that kind of, you know, ended up out the park there just at the end of the first half. But he's not been in the game as much as we would like. He's been he's been the poorest of our players so far. I think we've dominated the game. I think we've controlled it and it's kind of gone the way that we wanted to go. But Hatati's been the... Uh, is it harsh to say he's been the weak link in the team? He's been the weakest performer in that first half, which probably you expect given how long he's been out. Uh, and that's probably was the doubt as to whether you start him because he's missed five weeks as he match fit to play. He's not quite been at it, but like Lauren said before the game, I think he is the kind of player that if only needs his one chance. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can get him the ball in the right position, you know he's got the ability to pick the pass or to take the shot on. So, yeah, if we can get him more involved, we need to do it. If not, if it's not working after 10, 15 minutes, Elwater comes on. Yeah. And he and, and, and the last it few more. games, Absolutely. and we control it. And he was the guy that pretty much won us the last game because he won the midfield back for us after we were losing it for that spell. Hundred so percent, he did. Yeah, it's not a big thing actually if Atati doesn't perform well in the second half again because I think the player that's coming off the bench can raise us to a next level once again. Yeah. Now, Barisic is still in a part. They have kicked off the second half, so uh, I stick by that. Let's attack down uh, the right-hand side as much as possible. Uh, we will be rejoining the action, so thank you, everybody, for getting involved. Um, I always, I'm always loath to to cut off the stream when there's about a 1,000 people tuning in. So thank you all for tuning in, and thank you also to Kevin, Lawrence, and Laura for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Cheers. Network.